0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we
0: do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this here
1: is a mini episode. Welcome all. Welcome all. We take your phone calls. And your
0: emails. And we read them on the air. And we listen to them on the air. And we talk about them on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we just crack ourselves we
1: are just yucking it up here in forever 35 headquarters um if you do want to leave us a voicemail you can call us at 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com
0: Great job. Thank you so much, You're so welcome. How are we going to kick things off today? All right, let's rock it out
1: with a voicemail. Okay, I'm ready.
2: Hi, Dory and Kate. I'm Sarah, and I'm Mary Kate. And we're not experts, we're just two friends and sister in laws who like to talk about. Forever Thirty Five. We wanted to call in and leave a voicemail to let you know that we love the podcast and have really bonded over it. We both buy vitamin C serum and use it every day. I started reading Maisie Dobbs and the best thing we started doing together is weekly intentions. Your podcast really warms both of our hearts, and we wanted to say thanks. Mary Kate here. I have a question. I thought you both might have some good insight on. I'm finishing my PhD in the spring, and I've been in grad school for the last six years. I really want to be excited about finishing, but I'm mostly just feeling anxiety about all the huge changes coming in my life, about moving, ending school, and trying to find a job. So I'm hoping you have some ideas about how to embrace and celebrate this next phase of my life, rather than most of the anxiety and fear that I'm feeling. Anyway, we've got some face masks to do and some teas to drink. So thanks for everything. And by the way, I'm a Kate. And I'm a Dory. Bye. Bye.
0: Uh, favorite voicemail of all I mean, time. <laughs> I have to
2: tell
1: you, I listened to that yesterday and then I listened to it again this morning and it, I almost cried. It's
0: so cute. I don't know.
1: It just is so sweet. It is. I love it. I really love it. I mean, it just, uh, just like made my day. Do you have thoughts for Mary Kate? Well, I have a few things. One, I think I. I always find it really hard when you're going through these mass, you're on the precipice of massive mm-hmm. life changes and you're like, I want to be excited. Why am I not excited? Why am I anxious? And the reason is, is because it's anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. And I, I would suggest that you give yourself permission to just be anxious and, and find a way to kind of, um, I want to say write down. That's always my solution. It might not work for everybody, but write down, like give, give, put all these fears or anxieties in a place, write them all down and give them. Um, I'm not saying let the anxieties take over your life, but they are really big things. I don't think you're overreacting, moving, finishing a six year PhD program, finding a job. Yeah. It's a lot. That is a lot. I think you are, it's, there's something wrong here that you're not like, woohoo, I'm pumped. Yeah. Um. But I also think maybe reflecting, on your accomplishments because, wow, a six-year PhD program. Damn. Damn. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. That's incredible. And, you know, starting to maybe write down some mini steps that you can take to line up, you know, start working toward finding a job, start working, you know, getting your move accomplished in a way that doesn't make you feel out of your mind. Um, And also maybe finding ways to celebrate
0: what you've accomplished. Dory? Well, I was going to say you should plan a thing. You should plan like a vacation or a party or a fancy dinner, just something that will kind of mark the accomplishment in a tangible way, whether it's, and I don't actually think it, sh- it can be like a necklace or something, but I actually think it's nice to do some sort of experience um, that maybe like brings some people together who are proud, who are also proud of you. That's lovely. So. You or maybe your sister wants to start Planning this for you. Sister-in-law No pressure, Sister-in-law, sorry um, Get it right, Dory <laughs> sorry. Uh, Well, it sounds like they're very close they're They are, they're basically sisters, sisters. Um, That also gives you Something to look forward to. It also kind of Takes the pressure off of feeling like every Day you have to be Exuberant You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well I have this thing that is I'm going to be exuberant. That's the time I'm going to be exuberant Um, I think that would, that I also like having something to look forward to. I think that helps. Yeah. And I know you're looking forward to graduation and, you know, getting your PhD, but I think having something celebratory to look forward to is also really going to help. Doesn't need to be fancy. No, but it can be,
1: but it can be.
0: Yeah. Yeah can be whatever you want. I think that's a great
1: suggestion. Thank you, Kate. You know, you're welcome. <laughs> Do we have anything else
0: for this, for this listener? I don't think so. I think it's time for us to take a short break. Short break. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are, like, barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more
1: So Dory, we have this email here yes. and I would love you to read it. Oh, don't no mind if I'm you.
0: All right, here we go. <clears throat> Exercise is important self-care for me. And I'm trying to get to the gym a couple times a week to swim. And once a week, my husband and I duck out of work a little early to meet up and play racquetball before we have to get the kids from daycare. Let me just editorialize here and say, I love that. Uh, right? Yeah, I love An a An exercise weekly date? Racquetball date with your husband? I hope you beat him every time. Seriously. <clears throat> okay, I just realized that after racquetball, I can make my husband go pick up the kiddos, which is usually my job since it's on my way home. Since our gym is close to the daycare, he can have a turn wrangling them into the car, giving myself alone time for a nice shower before driving home, listening to my choice of podcast. But my gym is a utilitarian YMCA and I'm used to just rinsing off chlorine or sweat, throwing my clothes back on and rushing back to work as quick as possible. Any tips on making a gym shower feel more like a self-care experience besides just cranking the hot water and slowing down.
1: Dory, I have a gym membership Shafreer.
0: <laughs> I feel like You might have some tips. Have you I done that? I do this? have some tips. Well, I started Bringing my own shampoo to the gym Um, I go to a pretty nice Gym and they have nice Shampoo, but I don't love It and I don't love how my hair Feels after. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna Just start bringing my own shampoo And that has elevated my gym shower Experience quite, quite a bit The other thing that I do They have, um disposable razors there, but I don't like disposable razors because they like cut up your skin, you know? So you've kind of put your, put together a little travel pack. I've put together, I keep it in my gym bag. I have put together a little kit, if you will, of things that I know are just going to kind of make my getting ready, my showering slash getting ready at the gym a little nicer. Now, when I lived in New York, like you kind of had to shower at the gym. In LA, it's kind of easier to drive home and shower depending on your schedule. But I actually do find it easier to shower at the gym if you're kind of in that mode already. So I like showering at the gym, but I do think it's important to put together, even if it's just a little travel kit of your shampoo, your conditioner, your body wash, deodorant, deodorant, your moisturizer, sunscreen, um, a hairbrush. If they have hair dryers, they're great. If they don't, get a little travel hair dryer and keep it in your gym bag.
1: Go have a fun afternoon at Target, buying little travel supplies
0: and a little cute, yeah, travel bag. And you can get travel. You can get those travel size. Um, containers and just put your regular stuff in them so that
1: would be my what i would do because i find whenever i buy a lot of like travel shampoo it's never it's not as i don't like it as much as i like my regular products right so just buy yeah
0: so just buy the little travel containers i also put them in a nice little zipper container
1: i swim at a very utilitarian gym that's very bare bones like you know group shower situation. Um, but I find having a really nice bag, I bring a big ass towel, mm-hmm. flip-flops that are just for the shower and gym. Yep. And I take my sweet ass time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to rush. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other things or products that you might want to do while Ooh, you're there. a nice like body moisturizer. Yes. Especially after swimming yeah. where you're, you've got all that chlorine. Yep. Lube up. Yeah. Take your... T- oh, Adori. Yes. What about some wireless now I use the AirPods mm-hmm. from Apple but some wireless headphones so while you're getting ready you can be listening to your podcast of choice which may be this one I don't I'm assuming but oh. I, I hope so you know just so you're like you're also kind of or you're listening to classical music or you're unwinding in some yeah. way. I like that. This all requires a uh, financial investment but you know if you're, if you got those means get some, some do headphones it. or your regular headphones will work, but I find there's real freedom in the wireless. Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. Well, we solved that. Great. Go us, go us. <laughs> so we have another voicemail. We do. Press, let's, let's hit it. Pressing play now.
3: Hi Kate. Hi Dory. My name is Melissa. I am from Minnesota. I've been a long time listener. I'm currently binging through some episodes because that is my self care. um, just a question. We are heading into the holiday season. We're getting into that time of year where Thanksgiving is like right around the corner, Christmas, Hanukkah, right after that. Um, I'm wondering what self-care you have to prepare for the anxiety and stress of the holiday season. Um, and also, sub-question, how do you start new traditions? Do you have any suggestions? Mm. My mother passed away three years ago, and I feel that I've had to take the torch when it's come to continuing holiday traditions on my maternal side of my family, and it is exhausting. And frankly, I'm kind of tired of doing it because I feel that I'm the only one that does it. And her former husband, he's not my stepdad or father that we don't really have a close relationship. He does nothing really to keep up. uh, He has nothing to really keep up our relationship and nor does my half brother. But yet when the holidays get close, they're calling me and being like, so what are we doing? And I've just wanted to do a full stop and be like nothing. (laughs) So what suggestions do you have to help make the holiday season a little easier and then sub question, what do you do to start new traditions? I would welcome any and all suggestions. Thanks for all that you do. You guys are amazing. Bye.
1: Well, you sound amazing listener. Yeah. My first thought is that you need to set some boundaries Mm. with these toxic, toxic mom, mom's husband and half brother. Mm -hmm. I mean, toxic. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. Set some boundaries. They sounded pretty toxic. They sound kind of stinky. You're not celebrating the holidays with them this year. Let's just start that. You don't have to be, be their holiday coordinator. No.
0: Did she say if she has a partner?
1: She did not say. She did not say. Yeah. But I was curious. I think you just set up like, Hey, I'm doing, if you have a family or if you are an individual solo, I'm doing some, we're doing this, yeah. I'm doing this Yeah. and make it clear. It does not include them. Yeah. And just, you can have them in your life in whatever way that you feel you need or want. But it sounds like they bring unnecessary stress to you this holiday season. You've had to step into the role of your mother as the holiday coordinator. And you don't, you, you can do that if that is fun for you, but you certainly don't have to accommodate these people. Amen. You just don't no and it sounds like getting setting some boundaries send them a card you know send them a gift card or make a donation in their name if you want to like you know do something but otherwise i think you first can set a boundary with them yeah dealing with the stress of the holidays i would say like go small you know like i feel like i tend to get swept up and they're like gotta have presents and gotta do this but Mm. i really think it can be small and simple. And I think one thing that helps that I'm not always great at is like refocusing on what the true intention of the holiday season is, which I think is really like serving others. So maybe along the lines of starting a new tradition, you could adopt a family in need for the holidays, whether at Thanksgiving or Christmas, you could set up a new tradition that involves volunteering on one of the holidays. Certainly there are shelters and soup kitchens that always need volunteers on the holidays, plus a million other ways that that you can be of service. You could go for a hike or a walk. You could try a new recipe and make that your new holiday thing. Those are just some ideas, some things that I've done, because after my mom died, my mom was kind of like the person who figured out all the Mm. Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. And when she died, it was like, well, what? What are we now? What? So, you know, just pick something and try it out. And if it's fun, do it again next year. You know, like everybody watch Elf on Christmas Eve, Ooh. I love elf. We usually watch a Christmas story. So good. I love that movie. Do you have do you get stressed at the, you you and your husband host a holiday party? We do. And that would stress me out, but you both seem to enjoy it. So,
0: we throw one party a year. Um it is a party that I have been throwing for like 15 years. I started it. It's a tradition that I started for myself. <laughs> I before that. I even knew who Matt was. Wow. Um, so I've been having a lotka party for a very long time. Um, in my twenties and early thirties, it was a kind of debaucherous nighttime affair.
1: Oh, with alcohol, with
0: alcohol and people, people really got rowdy and you would make a ton of latkas. I would make a ton of latkas, and it was just, it was really fun. Um, Yeah. Like I had, I, I had some really memorable, fun parties. Cool. Um, now since moving to LA, getting married, I, I actually skipped it for a couple of years. And then when Matt and I got married, we decided we, because Matt is Catholic and celebrates Christmas that we would turn it into latke cookie fest. So now it is latke fest. We make the latkes. But we ask people to bring cookies. So it's like a cookie potluck. And that has become a really, and, and we have it during the day now. And we encourage people to bring their kids.
1: Oh, my kids have gone and they just stand in front of the cookies. <laughs>
0: well, it's encouraged.
1: I mean, that's the whole point.
0: <laughs> um, and it's really fun. And it's different than it used to be. And that's fine because I'm in a different phase of my life now. But it's a nice tradition that we have. Now, I did not grow up celebrating Christmas, Matt did and Matt has, I think, a very kind of specific idea of what he wanted Christmas to be like, that I think for a while he just sort of assumed that I would know by osmosis. And I was like, I did not celebrate Christmas. I don't know what you do. Like, I, I don't know. Can I interrupt and just backtrack?
1: Yes. What was your family's Hanukkah tradition? Like, how intense were you about Hanukkah? Did you get gifts
0: every night? We got gifts every night. We got one quote unquote, big gift from our parents. And then all the other nights were generally like, one night was the gift from our grandparents. One night was a, a book. One night, you know, it, it was kind of like mostly small things. And then there was one big gift. Um, and yeah, we would light the candles every night. And we didn't make potato pancakes a lot because like every night, but they definitely made an appearance. Um, so yeah, but we didn't we didn't do anything for Christmas. So I was pretty ignorant of cr- any Christmas traditions beyond like, well, I know you get a tree. <laughs> um, but, you know, I dated people who were Christian and had occasionally celebrated Christmas with their families and they all had different traditions. Totally. So, you know, one one guy's family did the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Woo Italians. And when I asked Matt, who is Italian, <laughs> he didn't even know what I was talking about. Oh, really? He had never heard of it. And I was like, oh, that was my one sort of like big Italian Christmas thing. And he doesn't even know what the hell I'm talking about. I've always wanted to try it. I'm a quarter Italian, so I could do like a quarter feast. <laughs> you know, the, I went to a couple and they were really fun. It looks cool. It's, like, I guess it's a crazy thing. My cousins, do, my uncle,
1: and aunt and cousins do it. It's a ton of, of preparation. Oh, it's a ton
0: it's, of work. Oh, seven
1: fish. Seven fish dishes. <laughs> And every year I'm like, maybe I should do like three
0: fish dishes and then I get overwhelmed. But anyway, that's... Yeah. And then like some people have the big dinner on Christmas Eve. Some people have it on Christmas Day. Some people open presents on Christmas Eve. Some people open them on Christmas morning. It's like... I don't know what your family's some traditions Some people have are. stockings. Some people don't really do the stockings. Exactly. So I think Matt and I are kind of slowly developing our own Christmas traditions. So yes, we do stockings. I love stockings. <laughs> um, we have a Christmas tree. We open the presents on Christmas morning. Now, we haven't done like, we haven't really done like a Christmas dinner yet.
1: I'm laughing because my dad invited Matt and Dory over to my house for Christmas.
0: I mean, we will probably show up. So I hope that <laughs> invitation was sincere.
1: Stands. <laughs> he got really, like, he hasn't met them yet, but he got real excited about them coming over for oh, Christmas dinner. So sweet. I now host, but make my brother and stepmom cook.
0: That's so nice. Well, Matt will happily, Matt is a very good cook. Oh, he would get into it. He will happily cook whatever you need. Now, do you also, uh, Matt, you and Matt have a Hanukkah tradition? Not really. I I usually like light the candles a couple times <laughs> during Hanukkah. I suspect, I, I mean, I keep saying this about many tradition things, but I'm like, when I have a kid, then I'll do the traditions. But I actually think that that is true. Totally. Like when I have a kid, I will light the candles and get him Hanukkah gifts And he will also get Christmas gifts. Um, We're not going to spoil him, though. (laughs) So you say now. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Can I chime in and say one thing that my family has done and we did last year is we go away for a holiday. And I don't I don't mean like go away and really celebrate it. But like last last Thanksgiving, my family went to a family camp in the mountains. Ooh! And we stayed in like a bunk. That's fun. It was so much fun. And there was a, you know, like a cafeteria and that's where we had our Thanksgiving meal. We just played board games and drank hot chocolate and like went Ooh, hiking. That
0: sounds great. So
1: there may be, does it need to be, you know, vacationing during the holidays can be very
0: expensive and the flights are crazy, but there may be something within driving range. Yeah. We started going away and I know you started doing this too, but we started going with friends, um, to, to Palm Springs, um, for the week between Christmas and New Year's, they can't come this year because they just had another baby. How dare they! I know. Um, but that has been a really nice thing. We rent a house and just get to hang out with these friends of ours who live on the East Coast. Who we don't get to see very often, and that has turned into a very lovely tradition that I hope we continue. Now that you know, they now have two little kids, and we're gonna have a kid. So, but I hope it. You know, I hope it. I hope it continues. Yeah, and it will. It will shift and change. Yeah. So, listeners, just like luck, a Cookie Fest. Ugh. Are you doing it this year?
1: Hell yeah. Oh, fuck yes. We should probably start to figure out with a date. I literally had a thought and I was like, I don't <laughs> want to ask her about it and stress her out, but I really hope... Laka well, you know, Hanukkah's is Hanukkah's happening. very early this year. Well,
0: hop too.
1: So, yeah. All right. Anyway, I think, listener, you know, a new tradition doesn't need to be a huge thing. It can really be as simple as like everybody reading a book together. Totally. But, I mean, it, it can be so... Basic. It doesn't need to be yeah. fancy. And I think part of the other fun thing is like trying things out and seeing what works. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you try a, you know, everybody like makes cookies one night. And oh, here's another them. thing oh, we do
0: oh. we get Christmas pajamas for Bo and we make him wear them. Now, <laughs> do you get them for yourselves? Uh, this year I did get us Christmas pajamas I got us Christmas pajamas from Old Navy And let me tell you, it was hard to find Matching Christmas pajamas Oh yeah! By the time I started looking, everyone was like sold out
1: It's kind of bonkers yeah. I've never gotten them for my whole family I've gotten them for my children I got Matt and I matching pants
0: It's a whole thing, people <laughs> the wear whole thing. family pajamas Yeah, well we had sort of jokingly Talked about getting matching pajamas And then I was like, alright, I'm going to do this And then I was like, oh, this is hard <laughs> I have another thing to to mention, yes, listener, I would say to
1: take away the stress, don't feel like you have to do everything. Like totally, you know what I don't do is Elf on the Shelf. Oh, I yeah. don't do
0: it. I think there's something really creepy about Elf on the Shelf.
1: I do too, but I will say Busy Phillips does it real well. She makes it look real fun. Her elves are always getting into mischief, but I think Busy Phillips enjoys doing it for her yes. kids and, ma- and it's fun for her. It's, the, it would not be fun for me. I also didn't really like the idea of my kids thinking an elf was spying on them. Totally. But other families I know adapt it to fit however they want. But anyway, like, you know, don't take everything on.
0: Yes. Keep it simple. Amen. Okay. Wow. We just, all right. We're going to take another happy holidays. Short break. You
1: know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older Dory, we have one last email. Yes. And it is from a listener we love. It's from Barb. Hi, Barb. Hi, Barb. Um, If you have not listened to a previous mini episode where we read Barb's email, Barb is a listener whose daughter got her into the podcast and she writes us the best emails and she wrote a follow up. So we thought we would read it with a question. Hi, Kate and Dory. I was so shocked and thrilled when I heard you reading my email on your September 10th podcast. I keep replaying it. My little claim to fame. Aw, thanks, Barb. Thank you. My question for you both is wondering what you know about microblading eyebrows. One of my former college roomies, remember I'm 64 now, just had it done. Will you have anyone on the show in the future who might speak to this? I can't help but wonder when you, me slash 60 something people, draw the line at how far do we go to stay looking forever 35. Things do start disappearing, eyebrows, eyelashes, hair, but we all can't look like Jane Fonda who is amazing. One last tip. I use a product called Puff Me. Ooh. Excellent volumizer, probably akin to a dry shampoo. I'm using Dory's tip of waiting a few minutes and then playing with my hair and shaping it. Seems to work well. Very fun product in a small pink container that would be easy to travel with. Love you both. XOXO, Barb. Barb, always a pleasure to hear from you. It is. Also, we love you. Um, I would I would love to have a microblading person on, and I think I can make that happen. Great. So Barb, stay tuned. We would love to talk more about that. I have not had personal experience microblading, but I do have friends who have had it done. And I am always shocked at how good and natural it looks.
0: Interesting. Because I feel like whenever I see people with microbladed eyebrows, like on Instagram or wherever, I think it looks horrible. Oh, controversial (laughs) opinion. Coming in hot. Well, I think there is this trend now for people to have these very thick very dark uh, like caterpillar eyebrows and that's going to change I think that will probably change now would you have microblading to
1: fill in any spots that you want filled in in your brows or would you because it's kind of essentially semi-permanent from what I understand Well, you can't
0: do it when you're pregnant okay so so it's it's out for me for the next few months I believe it lasts like it lasts like two two years years or something but you have to go several times I think I don't know if you do. We got to have the expert on. Um, Yes, we have to have the expert on. I recently, I I had been growing out my eyebrows since March. Mm -hmm. So for months and months, I grew up my eyebrows. And I finally went to have them done by a woman who I used to go to in New York, who I hadn't seen for years, who is now bi-coastal. So she does eyebrows in LA as well. And she is wonderful. She was very proud of me for growing on my eyebrows for so long. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Thank you. Um and she shaped them and she tinted them. Oh. Which I was interested in because I do have sort of like patchy fair eyebrows. Um and I like how they look and I don't think a kind of like thicker microbladed look would look good on me. But that's just me. I mean, I obviously have strong opinions about this. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, you know, probably not everyone shares. And that's fine.
1: I I, I want to follow up with Barb's second part of her question, which how far do we go to stay looking forever 35? I mean, number one, I would say, our, the title of our podcast is Tongue in Cheek. Neither of us have hot plans on looking forever 35, nor do we now. Um, and I think that you ask a great question is like, I I, I think it's a personal choice. What do you want to put it? What what's important to you? My mom never dyed her hair, nor did she wear makeup. She looked my mom does dye her hair. Okay. We live in a culture that like values youth in a really stupid and problematic way. Right. And it makes us all feel inferior, especially women. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. It's a patriarchy. Blah, 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 blah. So you're fucking damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. So I think you got to I think for me, the focus is more like, Do I feel good? Yes. What makes you feel good? Yes. Do I feel good? Like, literally, am I sleeping well? Does my stomach feel good? Does my body not hurt? I think those are the things that truly keep us young. Or not young, but like feeling great. Yeah. Because youth is not what we're going for
0: I loved what Jasmine said in the last mini episode. Yes. About doing yoga for a year and seeing a difference in how she kind of moved and how she felt when she went to her reunion. Like... I just thought that was so meaningful and that to me is kind of what this is all about. So Barb, I hope that answers your question. We will follow up with some more microblading info as soon as we
1: can and, you know, keep emailing us. We love hearing from you. We'll check out puff me. Thanks Barb. Thank you, Barb. So that brings us to the end Hmm. of our mini episode. Yes. Dory, normally you and I sign off, but I thought maybe we could hear from our, our sister-in-laws who we
0: heard from earlier. Oh, Yes.
2: Hi again, this is Mary Kate. I'm Sarah. We just left a message and we wanted to let you know we were so excited and nervous about leaving the voicemail that we wrote out a script. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs> bye bye.
0: Love them. Bye. Bye. <laughs>